Hey guys, welcome back to Tea Time. I'm your host, Jayla, and I'm here back with AJ. Hello. Hi guys. I just want to give such a big shout out to all our supporters, our viewers, our subscribers, everyone who listens to us. We just hit 31 subscribers on our Tea Time YouTube channel, so clap it up. <laughs> I knew you were going to clap. I That's like copying you. But 31 subscribers underneath six months. We we started back in June, so it's not even mm-hmm. six months yet. So we're nearing 50, so you guys keep pushing out the word. Y'all make sure y'all, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. I know if I had like everything pulled out, you can see the percentage of people who are not subscribed that are listening to us. So there's still a big portion of people who are listening to us, but not subscribed. So subscribe. Also, if you aren't big on YouTube, uh, just go on Spotify. We're also now on Spotify. So we are still going to be posting on YouTube every week but we will be posting the audible version on spotify so if you just want to like listen to us when you're going getting coffee or going between classes check us out on spotify we're still tea time with jay and aj so check us out and then last thing we just reached a hundred views on our very first episode which was premiered four months ago so just big Thank you to everybody who's just been checking us out and just thank you for supporting us. We love doing this every day. We love bringing you guys content. So keep supporting us and get our name out there. But today I wanted to talk about something that I have been watching a little bit too much. And like, literally I've been falling asleep to it, like on YouTube. What? Road Ragers, like Road Ragers. How do you fall asleep to that? You would think that's something you wouldn't. I used to fall asleep to the weirdest stuff. I I can fall asleep to like murder mysteries, like stuff like people like getting killed, and I could just be like, hmm. I don't know. That's a sociopath. I don't know what's <laughs> you have. You have to be a sociopath if you can fall asleep watching murder stuff. I get yeah, from probably. mom. I get from mom. <laughs> She's she used to watch like the ID channel stuff, and she'll fall mm-hmm. asleep watching it. So I've done it too. But Road Ragers. So I just want to backtrack. So when we were like fifteen finna get our permits and everything mm-hmm. obviously aj is older than me so aj got his permit before i did because i had to wait until the summer but just the process of learning to drive were you nervous or was it just pretty easy to learn how to drive like how did what was your age that you started learning how to drive uh probably about to be 16 i think no oh, wait. i don't remember i remember i got my per no i didn't get my permit late i got my license late So when I turned 15, I did start learning to drive. And my dad had the bright idea of trying to teach me stick shift first. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I can never. And that obviously didn't work. So then we just tried to learn how to drive like a normal person. Yeah, like automatic (laughs) stuff cars. I mean, that's not bad to learn because you never know. Like there could be a situation that I, I don't know, just like, you need to you need to learn how to drive a stick. Like you can be working mm-hmm. for your job and your, your car. They give you like a car at your job or something. And it's a stick and like even me and I don't even know how to drive a stick. So like at least you know how to like do it. Yeah, I never learned. I think my legit age. I learned how to drive. And you're gonna make fun of me for saying this. I learned how to drive when I was eight by learning how to drive like tractors and commoters. That was like my first actual driving experience. I would say I count it because you know country living out there with my grandpa mm-hmm. and i know it's not really was like a car car but i mean it was just the basic yeah. like how to turn like everything that i learned all that 
So when I got my permit, I got my permit, I would say, yeah, 15, like the summer of turning 15, I got my permit and I learned it Maverick. Maverick is so easy. Oh, so you did it through a driving school. You did? Oh, you didn't do it? No, I I didn't do it through a driving school. Oh, that's a good little comparison. So like, how, what did you like do to learn how to drive minus the driving school experience? Like what did you just did online or like, how'd you do it? Well, they just, they have you do modules and it's like, you know, stop sign, red light, green lights. Like, cool. I can just click through all this. And just like, just speak. Yeah. And you just like take a little test at the end of each module. He's not, okay. That's easy. I mean, I would say it's the same version in person. I mean, you had this old dude. I don't want to say he's old, but he was relatively older man. And it was like, probably like a good, I say 10 of us was in there. I actually made friends. I made friends with people in the classroom that like i would say i'm cool with them now but i mean i still follow them on social media but uh we just sat in class like took it was like a lecture class like took notes took a mm-hmm. big test and that's how we got a permit it was the most easiest thing because our test was replica to the notes that we had so like i got a perfect score on the written portion of it but when it got to the actual driving i got like an 82 wow 82 because the parallel parking, I did bad. I think I also stink at like yielding like on red lights. Like I won't, I don't make a complete stop and then turn. Like, no, no, I know what happened. No, I think I made a complete stop. I didn't like, I don't know. I messed up on that part. I messed up on my turns. Like there's a lot of stuff I did that was wrong. I remember. And I think I was just nervous because I've test anxiety gets to me, even if it's driving, but it got to me bad. So do you think you're a road rager? Like, do you think you have road rage? No. I definitely have been in a car with AJ before, guys. And AJ drives very safe. He's... No, you make it stressful. Do I really? Do you think so? Yeah. Because you're like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And it's like, I already have the whole plan, the whole route planned. Because I try to make as little left turns as possible. And I like turning. Apparently. And the whole time you're like, oh, just just turn left here. I'm like, there's a median. We can't do that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, we haven't driven that much together. I would say, I think the, what's the farthest we've ever driven together? I think to the bowling alley. Probably. Yeah. Grand, I don't know, Crowley or something, but like, you're really like, I feel like you're a safe driver. You're making sure that you're, you're, uh, you're at the speed limits. You're not, you're, you're really more, I think you're more cautious than I am. I can be really reckless when I drive. I try not to be, and that's why, but I do have a slight little road rage. I want to say it's bad. It's not as bad as my best friend here in college. She's terrible. She'll flip the bird. She'll yell. And I'm like, I was sitting there in the car with her because my mom used to have bad road rage. Like, it was bad to a point where mom was, like, following other cars. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, and she would fall into the gas station and be like, what the heck, you cut me off, like, snap on them, right? So I've seen videos like that on YouTube where people will follow people to their like house. They'll have a fight and just the most craziest. Like, I'm not that insane. It just makes no sense. Just like, What do you gain from that? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> nothing. But, oh, I've seen some like crazy car crashes from road ragers. Like people trying to like rear end people, people being just careless and being distracted like you have to be careful on these roads guys because i understand we love to just text like this this is our life our, these phones are our life and a simple text can pop up and we'll be so quick to pick it up 
I know I am. I could be quick to pick my phone up while I'm driving. And one slight look, it happened to me actually when I was driving to Sam's house. I was driving to his house, like I was on um, I forgot the highway, but you know I'm talking about highway to get to mm-hmm. to Arlington. And I was on, I looked down at my phone for 2.5 seconds, like I swear. And literally when I looked up, the car was like probably. I was probably here and this is the car and I slammed my brakes so hard that I lost control. My car almost hit the uh, barrier because I lost control and I had to swarm into the next lane. I was so lucky. No one was in that next lane next to me because I would have definitely hit somebody, but I was not aware that there was a car there or something. No, like I, so what the issue was, I wouldn't say there was traffic, but everyone was going like, sometimes when I look down my phone, I don't notice that I keep pressing the gas even harder. So at first I was going really slow when I was looking at my phone, but then I don't, I wasn't paying attention and not really being aware of what I was doing. And I was still pressing on the gas and I kept speeding up. And that's when I looked up and I noticed there was like, everyone else was stopped, like stopping in front of me. And I wasn't aware of what was going on. So that was my close encounter to a wreck that I've ever had. Have you been in a car wreck before? No, not like not you driving or has anybody else like you've been? No, I've never been in a car wreck. Oh, well, then you're lucky because that feeling is like you're I was so shaken up from what I what I did. Like I even wrecked, but like I was like shaking the whole ride to uh, his house and I literally put my phone down. I was like, that was so stupid. That was like not even that important to even look at my phone. Like that was so necessary. There's people who die from car wrecks and you guys need to be safe out here but there's some crazy ones i've seen people's cars flipping and folks are still walking out with barely a scratch i'm like well because these cars are super safe now i guess maybe like i don't know some of the cars i saw well i'm talking about the ones i was looking on youtube they look like your standard like you know little not an suv but like my car my car's really like i drive a chevy cruise and it was like built like my car those maybe, are probably like the safest cars. You really is your car? Do you, th- you feel like your car is pretty safe? Uh, let's see. When was it made? Anything made past 2010 or 2015 is pretty safe now. Pretty safe. Yeah. I think that's how they manufacture these cars now. I think they're trying to make people more safe because it, it, it is very dangerous. People are very careless on the road. Mm-hmm. Drivers. Have you ever have you ever seen someone just driving reckless on the road, just like literally swerving lane, to, like speeding? Yeah, I've seen that several times. I, I literally don't understand the purpose of people driving that fast. And that's like you causing other people to get accidents because yeah. you're out here trying to get to your destination. But we're all going the same. We're all trying to get to where we need to get to point A to point mm-hmm. B. And it's just the safest. I don't think I know anybody personally that's been a wreck, but road ragers. These people need to get a grip, especially these like Karens and Kevins. That's what they call them. Kevins. Have you ever heard of the name? Kevin? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. These Karen Kevins need to just pipe down, man. I, I don't know why everyone gets in a car and they just find some different like aggression out of them. Like some people could be the nicest people in the world, but they get in a car and then they're just like, ah, like psycho. And that's literally, I, that describes my best friend here at college. She's, the nicest person you'll ever meet. But when she's in that car, in that little four-door car, it's you versus her. Like, she doesn't care. It's on, like, Donkey Kong. It's a match. And especially here in Little Rock, like, I don't – I'm I'm not from here, 
So I don't know how these people are. So I, mm-hmm. I don't want to like, like flip someone off or like get angry at somebody. And then like they pull a weapon because people do that. People yeah. will pull out weapons that, that crazy. I actually saw a video of this guy. Like he followed the guy to his house because he cut him off, followed him to his house. And then he got beat up and then his wife got out the car, gave her husband the gun, and then he shot the gun off. And see, that just that just doesn't make any sense. One, he he escalated it himself. Exactly. And then if he gets beat up, you just like leave. <laughs> you got like just you, like you lost. You, <laughs> that you was know? an L right there. Yeah, just take some MMA classes or something. Like it just makes no sense. I'm not gonna lie, he did throw the punch first. That's what the issue was. He threw the punch first, and then two guys like two guys jumped in so like he it was like one against two but like still like hey don't punch somebody and then not i mean for you to get following jumped. some to someone to their house yeah yeah you're literally a psychopath like why what was the reason for that there's none i don't no. know i don't get road ragers i don't get i i'm, I'm telling you i've i was never in ever been in my car with my mom when she had like had one of those moments but she's definitely told me stories of her getting cut off and she's followed the person to the gas station and they got out and had like a confrontation, like yelling cause she was upset, but people, I don't know why they take that stuff so serious. When I get cut off. Yeah. I'll, I'll yell at the car, but I'm not going to follow them because you don't know what's in their vehicle. Like I said, there could be a weapon in their car. I don't carry a weapon in my vehicle. So any robbers that want to come to my car, you're not going to find anything. Just like, no. Cause I don't have anything, but I'm just saying I don't carry any type of weaponry on me. So like, if I decided one day that I'm that pissed off and I follow somebody, I am likely to get shot. Cause some, you know, a lot of people in now in the state love to bear arms. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to use whatever they think is going to protect them. And people believe a gun's going to protect me from whatever harm. I mean, I'm like five foot three. I really can't do much. I, I can't even fight. So I can't really be much of a, a battle toward the person when it comes to red rage, but I definitely don't understand it, but just be smart on the road, please. That's something I have to say, you know, just, it, it's just like, I don't I don't even care enough. Like if someone cuts me off, it's like, okay. Well, yeah. I feel like you're I'm never going to see this person ever again. So that is very <laughs> true. There's millions of people. I also don't know how, how a lot of people get licenses, though, because there are some terrible drivers out there. Yes. Do you know I mean, anyone per- personally? Thing, uh, personally, no. Although I do make fun of my mom all the time. I say she's a terrible driver, but only at low speeds. <laughs> it's so weird. Like anything below 30, when she tries to take a turn, it's like I'm breaking my neck. <laughs> but if she, But then sometimes she'll like, take a turn at like 50 which is way too fast and it oh is God. the smoothest thing ever that's why i always tell her i'm like you're a bad driver but if i ever need a getaway driver she's the person i'm going to you're the one <laughs> what, what why am i thinking like yeah fast and furious like them driving like those mm-hmm. special drivers like that's dope like i that is really enjoy cool that stuff that looks so cool i kind of want to learn like i want to be that like swift just changing the gears from just like be able to drive backwards and just be that smooth with it. Yeah, no, I think so cool. Both my parents are really bad drivers in their own ways. I think I don't know. My dad always drives like a big truck, so like I mm-hmm. feel like sometimes he's not aware where he is in the lanes. My mom drives ridiculously fast. 
we'll be going to church and we can be late. This is when we used to go to church, you know, before COVID. My mom, we'd be late to church. Our church was like 35, 40 minutes away from us. We'll be bucking 100, 100 miles oh per hour God. just to get to church. And we're just zooming and we're just sitting in the car. My sister, Kendall, her driving, when she learned how to drive, oh, Lord. Her turns, man. That like you said, your mom like yes. on your neck. Yeah, that was my sister for a while. People say I'm a bad driver. I beg to differ, guys. I'm a great driver. Probably. Uh, <laughs> you said, I could see it. You never been in the car with me, have you? You never been with me before. No, I could just tell because you're a, a cancer, right? Or a... yeah, yeah, I'm a zodiac sign. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing back the zodiac signs. Yeah, cancers can't drive. No, I'm a good driver when people are in the car with me. But when I'm by myself, I feel like I tend to be reckless, especially when that I doesn't have make any sense. Why would you just want to drive well all the time? I don't know. Maybe I just I don't know why I'm so <laughs> careless by myself. Because like I'm being dead serious and I'm exposing myself here. But like when I drive back home, I watch TikToks while I'm driving. And what is wrong with you? No, that's awful. <laughs> that is terrible. I knew you were gonna say something so dramatic. Yes, yeah, I know, guys. What do you mean dramatic? You're okay, watching okay. something on your phone while driving. Okay, I, you're a danger to stop. society. I'm very much a danger, guys. Watch out. I know it's really stupid. I've driven so late bad. at night, tired on the road. Don't weird thing. Um, if you ever an emotional like crying, don't drive because definitely almost got in a wreck by crying. Because someone read a, ran a stop sign and I had to like send my break and I was like crying already while driving. So like blurry vision. Well, that doesn't really sound like your fault, but still, yeah, don't do that. Oh, wait, wait. how is it my fault if the person ran the stop sign? I just I, said it doesn't sound oh, like your oh, fault. I thought you said it did sound like your fault. Oh, my bad. I got defensive there. <laughs> well, it wasn't my fault, but I still was like not aware of what was happening because I was like crying. Mm-hmm. And then the car just went past me, slammed on the brakes and I'm crying more. Also right now, on my car right now, my airbags are out, so I definitely hope I don't get into crash anytime soon. Definitely okay. fix that. Um, it costs like six hundred dollars. You have money? You want to cash out me that? Uh, I don't know. What is your life worth? <laughs> I don't think I have six thousand six hundred dollars to spare right now, just to get fixed. Plus, that's that's just to get the part. I have to still pay the people to put it in. So I'm looking probably close to a thousand dollars just to install it in. So no, I'm just gonna. I gotta be more cautious. That's it. Something I gotta say. Speaking of cautious. Did you hear about the Travis Scott concert? It's all over yes. social media. Like it happened last Friday or what? Yeah, it was last Friday, I would say. So it's been about nearly a week since it's occurred. When I tell you when I heard about it, it was all over my 40 page on TikTok. I, I, I actually heard about it from videos on TikTok. And I'm pretty disappointed with the media because we're so quick to put stuff about like no, the, it took a while for the to be like national news. Like it, it took a minute. It was all over social media, but it wasn't like on like TMZ posted about it. But like, it took a while for it to hit like actual news, news media outlets. I mean, obviously, because it hits social media from the people Wait. that were there, so it's going to be instantly. But you, but apparently the police were called like at nine. And they uh, said that it was a mass casualty going on during this concert. Like people were like dying, people were like passing out everything. So like the police were called and everything was being called, but the concert kept going until like 10. He didn't stop. Yeah, he didn't do anything to help it. So where do you stand on the position of whose fault it is? Uh, It's a lot of people's fault. 
Yeah, I definitely uh, agree with you. The organizers, their fault. Mm-hmm. They didn't have enough uh, security or staff. Preparation. Uh, they also sold probably too many tickets. Uh, well, in such a small space. Well, and then Travis Scott just mm-hmm. not being aware or actually even acknowledging what was happening. Yeah, because even then, well, okay, so I'm going to go back to when he said they're selling too many tickets. What was going on is Travis apparently listened to other people's stories. They were saying Travis was telling people to sneak into the show. Like, yeah, I don't he's know always he's, done that. He's just like rushed the gates. He's yeah. been in like two or three concerts before. Which is wild that he hasn't been canceled before, but I guess his other shows, no one was getting massively hurt. But I don't know if you heard that people were saying there was a weird vibe, like just from the start of the show. Like they were playing this weird music that was making people like nauseous and like passing out. And it was playing for like a couple hours before he got on stage. And I wish probably hmm? I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that's kind of sounds like a conspiracy saying that they like. Yeah, it was people to go crazy. But there actually are uh, sounds like that. Like if you just uh, you know how you can break glass by like singing a certain pitch. Yeah. Well, that's because you match the pitch of the glass. So it just causes it to break. But the same Mm -hmm. thing, you could do the same thing with our eyes are in our heads too. If you can somehow match the pitch or frequency of it, you'll either see spots or you'll get uh, headaches and stuff. Yeah. And so they probably did that. I'm going to say on accident, unless they just have a, some type of riot speaker because it, it that's something used by like riot police foreign riot police it was just the, it was just the whole thing that people were just saying about like there was just like a lot obviously there's been a lot of conspiracy theories of what people say people were saying travis scott sold himself to the devil people were saying like you know there's a lot of conspiracy theory but we're just needed just the fact is that eight people died maybe more i honestly think there was more than eight we don't know like for surely that was just the number that we got but it was sad because six of i think uh, about six of them were under the age 18 like the youngest person who died was 10 everyone there was like really young yeah like i think all of them were younger than 30 like because the oldest guy who died was 27 i know Mm -hmm. that i was like looking at who like what all happened but everyone was pretty young like you know mid-20s early 20s teenagers you know like you would think, you know, you're going to a concert, you bought these tickets, like, you know, it's 2021, you know, concerts have been like, you know, you know, last year was like COVID was going on. So there was really no concert. So obviously being able to go to concert, like you're excited about, it, of course. And I know a lot of people love Travis Scott. I'm not a big fan of Travis Scott. I never really listened to music like that. But like, if it was me, I'll be so excited to go to my favorite artist concert and to, you know, rage because that is what Travis Scott is known for, to be a rager. He's wild. He's crazy. Yeah terrible branding but yeah terrible branding but it's even crazier i was listening to other people's stories who've been like mosh pits and stuff and like people said when people fall down typically people like pick them back up like oh shoot Mm -hmm. no like so it was i just blame i blame travis scott i blame the organizations and i also blame the fans because a little bit yeah how are you not hyper aware what's going on in your situation like how do you not feel someone's like below underneath you like People were like on top of each other. People couldn't breathe. I was like, this is just like insanity. I mean, it's 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 rough because it's such a large crowd. So yeah. the people in the back of the crowd are obviously not going to be aware of what's happening in the front. Right. The people mm-hmm. in the front of the crowd, 
if the only direction for them to go is forward, they're going to have to go that way. So it's just a tough situation. But at the same time, Travis being such a big influence, that's the issue is it's like he can persuade his audience so easily. Like, Yeah, I don't understand how people are persuaded by anyone that easily. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know how people think of these people as such like high people. Like I don't, I'm not going to listen to my artist and he'll be like, okay, guys, let's just go. Like, I know I don't want to be excessive, but like, I don't know, like buy this type of clothing and go out and do all this. Right. I wouldn't just like listen to my artist and be like, oh, he, that makes sense. I'm just going to do what he says. Like, boom. Like they're not your mom. They're not your dad. They're like, you barely even know the person. So why the fact that you get to follow their exactly. every move, like obsession. So it's the fact that Scott, Travis Scott was like, Hey, everybody just sneak in come on like just come in doesn't matter like people were breaking to the gate jumping over gates and i'm just like and it's the fact that the organization just didn't have any preparation for people and the situation there was barely any paramedics no like security like that's why everyone was mm-hmm. so easily able to break in like but why is travis telling people to break break in and also his apology video wasn't even better like i don't know have you seen his apology video uh, I heard about it. I've he seen it looked like he was rolling out of bed and just was like his his pup like his publicist was like, "Hey Travis, by the way, eight people died at your concert. You probably should post a video." And he just looked like so careless. And like even his baby mama Kylie was at the concert, obviously with his with uh, mm-hmm. her, their child. Which they did have a VIP section at the concert, and people were trying to like throw people that way because they couldn't breathe because people were passing mm-hmm. out. And people in the VIP section apparently was beating people up, yelling at them to not jump over the VIP section. But when you're in a situation, life or death, you're going to do anything in that moment. And I think mm-hmm. that was the issue is everyone, you know how people are when you're in a situation where it's like, you got to choose yourself. And I think that's what everyone was doing. Mm-hmm. That's why people were having all these piling on people and like, you were only thinking about yourself in that moment. And there were some rare people who were helping and shout out to those who did lose their lives and who were trying to help, you know, you're a good person. And it just sucks to go out that way at a concert and RIP to all the people who did pass and to the families too. I, that I couldn't even imagine having my friends or a family member be at a concert, something they just always wanted to go. And that's, that's the last thing you're hearing. That's what really like kind of just blew my mind. You go to a Travis Scott concert or any type of concert, and the last thing that you see or hear is just music. And then you just, boom, it's, mm-hmm. your life's over. Like, that's not a way to go, man. Like, that, that's a horrible way to go out. Like, terrible, terrible way to go out. And I hope this just doesn't happen again. Like, this has yeah, really... Yeah, hopefully people learn from this. Hopefully influencers learn from that. I, I really hope so. And I hope people artists learn from that and be like you know what i'm gonna make sure my fans are okay because mm-hmm. you don't want that to happen to your own personal self you know and mm-hmm. at the same time i think fans just need to just be more aware of what's going on in your environment as well and i understand that you're in the party mode and you're just jumping and you're screaming and you're you're yelling your song but like if you notice that someone falls next to you or pass out maybe you should be like oh, okay like you know just be more hyper yeah. aware of your or environment's just bad just leave like it's not worth yeah it's not worth your life yeah it really isn't so 
RIP to those. And I really hope people who were at the concert, I would seek like help. I know a lot of people were traumatized from that event. You seeing mm-hmm. someone die right in front of you. Like I could not imagine seeing that. Like, and I never witnessed anything like that. I mean, I've obviously had people in my life who died, of course, but I've never just seen someone like right in my arms or just straight to my face, just lose consciousness, lose life. Like I couldn't imagine that. So I hope those who were at the concert go seek therapy or just talk to somebody because that's a lot to carry inside of you, mm-hmm. knowing that you witnessed death and you were a part of that. Cause there was more than a thousand people that were there. And I know a lot of people were affected from that moment. And even families and friends who knew the people that were there were affected by all of this. So I really hope this would be something as a community of just Houston, Texas, and just the whole world. We all learn from this and just move forward from it and Mm -hmm. just get better as a community and just be smarter. So that's my little piece for that. But yeah, it was a lot, a lot going on. Do you, so this kind of brings up an interesting question. Do you think uh, young people, especially in our generation, maybe not so much of the up and coming generation, but just mainly ours are easily influenced by just people with money? I think we are. I really, I really think I'm not even people with just money just in general. I feel like we're so easily influenced because we just want to fit in in a way Mm -hmm. like, or just because this seems cool, I'm going to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think people who are celebrities do take advantage of their fans. I really think so. I think it's, it's, that's such a toxic environment is celebrity via fan, you know? Like, even just like, okay, this is like crazy stuff, but like, let's talk about the James Charles stuff that happened with, you know, him communicating with younger fans and sending inappropriate photos. You're, that's such an, that's such someone that you look up to and you admire and them to tell you, hey, send me this or do this. That's like such an abuse of power. That's an abuse of power. Exactly. And that's so wrong for someone who has all that power for you to take advantage of someone who looks up to you that admires you who's watched you for years and supported you through everything for you just to do one thing because you want it to be that way like Mm -hmm. james charles does not need a boyfriend whatever and he doesn't need to be talking to young kids who are under the age of 16 just because you want a boyfriend go meet someone your age talking about oh i like younger boys that sounds like a pedophile. That's weird. Why yeah. would you say that like that? Like, I don't understand how people don't realize who are influencers that you have a responsibility in this world. When you decide that, hey, I want to be famous. I understand like there's not a contract when becoming a celebrity. I mean, well, being famous, understand that. but you just need to have morals. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's all about morals as a person. Just because you're famous, you shouldn't change who you are as a person. Like look at Adam Sandler, right? That's a, just a great example of a guy a example. who who just he became famous, and that man has never changed. He's the same old guy he probably was when he was twenty. Like he like mm. he doesn't change his way just because he has millions of dollars. No, yeah, Will Ferrell all is his a great movies, guy. Hmm? He just like casts his friends and stuff like that. Yeah, awesome. And that's amazing to give your friends opportunities like that. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It's like use that power for good instead of using it for negativity. You know. 
And especially when you know that you most of, you know, a lot of artists nowadays and not even just artists, but like people who are social media influencers, their, their target audience are people who, who view them the most are young children, people who are the age of 18 and under. Those are the ones who are looking up to you be saying, like saying to their parents, oh, I want to be like Charlie D'Amelio, or I want to be like Addison Wright, like, or I want to be the next Ariana Grande. Like, you know, like kids are out there looking at these artists, these celebrities saying, I want to be them. I want to be this person. So for, to somebody to do so many things to hinder them and them to still follow them, I just personally can't, I can't, I can't support an artist that has those type of mentalities. Like I can't, I, I physically can't, it's wrong. And you should probably do a deeper dive in yourself and figure yeah. out, is this something I can handle? Can I handle being responsible of millions of people? Like, I think celebrities undermine that. They don't, I don't think they really understand how much of an influence they have on people. Yeah. I mean, like, cause there's tons of celebrities where like, there's like, there'll be interviews or like Q and A's and they're like, how do we be, how do we get to your position? And they'll just come up with some like the BS answer. And I'm like, don't follow what this person says. Yeah, don't even. Do not. They're just like, uh, there, of course, there are some celebrities that are like, they'll give you genuine answers or they'll, or they'll tell you something very like personable. And it's like, that's, that's good. That's- Those are people you don't necessarily follow. You just learn from, you know, that's yeah. the difference. That is, that is different. Now just with, the day and age of our cell phones and everything and just access to internet. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm about to say when we were kids, I don't think growing up, I looked at any type of celebrity or anybody and said like, Oh, I want to be like them. Like if anything, I was looking nah. for like my parents, my teachers, like people who I saw on a day-to-day basis. I was like, Oh, I want to be like them, you know, mm-hmm. but now kids are so glued to their cell phones. They watch videos and they watch TikToks and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be this person. I'm gonna be just like them. Like you're seeing that instead of going out in the real world and meeting some genuinely great people in yeah. life. Some that some people actually- that have like failed and learned from their mistakes, and you're supposed to be learning from those people. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. And it doesn't help that the internet, like I feel like the media does tend to put more um, negative light than it does like good stuff yeah because people people watch negative stuff I mean that's why you've been watching road rage and exactly, and exactly. Kevin videos. negative exactly that's what I'm saying yeah. like but people like you don't take that stuff to heart you just you just watch it and that's it like you know yeah exactly I'm not just gonna go out and go crash my car just because I saw yeah. some no. there's there's I think there's a small portion of it is the media because if people didn't watch it then the media wouldn't do it right yeah exactly so it, it's a it's a very weird situation. It that, is a uh, very weird social situation. It is very much a situation and it's just an issue that hopefully by the time goes, maybe we might get better. Hopefully we improve when it comes mm-hmm. to it. But I say people find I think you need to find someone or like if you're going to follow an artist, at least figure out what they're doing for their community. If they're helping others and you know like just do more research on a person i know like Mm -hmm. you listen to music and like you don't really like no one who listens to lyrics like some people don't listen to lyrics i know i don't when i listen to certain Mm -hmm. songs 
but find artists who actually has like meaning behind their music, you know, and actually are like speaking for those who, who can't speak for, them, for themselves, you know, and that's a great example. He's a, you know, he's a Christian rapper. I mean, I would just call him a rapper, but you know, he's defined as a Christian rapper, you know, he doesn't curse his music, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. His music is all about the stuff that he's fight, fought through depression. He has, um, what's the word I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't think of the word, but he has like, you know, he deals with a lot of mental issues and that's what he talks about. And he talks about God and he just talks about all the things he's battled through. That's the kind of artist I enjoy to listen to someone who, who's fought their way to the top to become popular, you know, who had to mm-hmm. go through all these trials and tribulations. Then you have like Kim Kardashian who just dropped a, a sex tape and been the girl's famous, you know, what I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to follow someone who actually like, you know, has meaning behind their life and actually wants yeah. to go out and do something for, with their life instead of just following people that are just, they're born into money. Cause like Kylie Jenner born into money, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. find someone who actually, you know, wants to have purpose in their life and wants to help your community, you know, that's yeah, one thing I'm saying about that. I'm saying, I'm if, if you do choose to follow someone, follow someone like that. Yes. Exactly. So, well, that's going to wrap up our episode, guys. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we love you guys so much. We both love you very much. So thanks, guys, for listening to us. And that's been Tea Time. Wink. Wink. Bye, guys. Bye.